0: Charmed Life, a radio show discussing spirituality, magic, and the unconditional love of the universe. Thanks for tuning in. And I'm your host, Trisha Carr. I appreciate you so very much for being here. This is going to be a wonderful show. I'm so excited. Okay, I want to tell you about one thing before we get into this episode. I want to remind you that meet your... oh No, that's not what it's called. It's called Journey with your your multidimensional guides. It's a workshop. I still have a series, uh, the last one in the series of three coming up on June 1st of 2019. And of course, if you are listening at a time in which... June 1st, 2019 is passed. Go ahead and check my website anyway, because something like it or literally that program may be up on my website as an on demand class. So, we are going to be meeting together in this workshop. We're going to be talking about, I'll be giving some education about the different kinds of guides that you can meet in this multi dimensional experience. This particular workshop is going to be of the manifesting planes and the heart. Ooh, it's cool, man. I'm excited about it. And I have some special visitors coming into town. And if you want to join us in person in at my studio in Burbank, or if you want to join us online, we're going to be having so much fun together. So go check it out on my website, trishacarcharm.com, and uh, all of the other on-demand offerings there, and my one-on-one services, animal communication, but particularly my intuitive and mediumship sessions. That is really my baby. I love doing that. Really powerful stuff, working with folks that way. Okay, that's all I want to talk about Far as it concerns me, because I have in studio award winning Canadian singer, songwriter, actress, music supervisor, musical activist, and healer Michelle Basil. Welcome!
1: Oh, wow, that was quite the welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, that's just who
0: you are. <laughs> oh, thanks. Well, actually, no, you're a lot more,
1: I would I say. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I'm getting used to all of those things. It's a lot.
0: <laughs> it's a lot. Well, it's weird to uh, see yourself as as a product I guess right yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's what we have to I do I have to sell myself yeah 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 when you're when you're as an artist that's the thing you yeah. know as an artist I, I have an artist it's so weird the the position because you're so sensitive but then you have yeah. to kind of put labels on yourself that limit you so that people right. know what gate to enter so I just think of them as gates yeah that
1: oh I like that, all that. <laughs> yeah absolutely I have to make sure that I'm in a certain like category so that it's easier to classify. But I've been finding with my music that I kind of step outside of those boundaries a mm-hmm. lot. And so I've been recently trying,
0: that's been a little bit of a struggle, trying to classify myself to yeah. properly package. Well, it is because of domestic blindness. So we domestic blindness is when we are in our own experience and we can't see the trees for the forest kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, uh, like an example of domestic blindness is when Your mom's going to come over and then you're like, oh, crap, this apartment's dirty and I didn't even realize it (laughs) Until, until I had the shock of like looking at it from an outside perspective. So inside your own perspective you have your domestic blindness which is actually why we go to art yeah. and we go to healers because mm-hmm. there's objectivity and there's a kind of clarity that that outside perspective grants us
1: yes yeah. yes if anyone wants to tell me who i really am <laughs> that would be great 3235242599
0: <laughs> if you want to tell michelle Basil who she is <laughs> call in now <laughs> <laughs> or me too. I don't know. I don't know. We
1: got a little bit closer to oh,
0: you. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. I'm a little bit loud. Well, uh, okay, we're already off on things. <laughs> we talked about really. We're talking about who we think you might be, but we're not yes. talking about who you are. Yeah. But you have a, a new single that you just premiered. Yes. Um, here in Los Angeles at a venue called Hotel Cafe. Tell us all about Fire Goes to Die. This is the name of this wonderful song. Really powerful.
1: Um, You know, that's a long story. Uh, Back in my early 20s, uh, I went through my own Me Too experience. Mm -hmm. Um, I was working for a company called Elite Model Management, Mm -hmm. and I was sexually assaulted. And I I didn't tell anyone about it for six years. Wow. Because I felt such shame. I had put myself in that situation, and um, there was a lot of guilt around it, and Mm -hmm. uh, I blamed myself. And then these amazingly strong women started coming forward. Ashley Judd actually spoke to the New York Times on my birthday in 2017, which I feel is very much in alignment. But her story particularly stood out to me because I I found a lot of similarities in what happened to her and Mm -hmm. what happened to me. And so listening to her story, it gave me the courage to come forward because I was like, oh, she doesn't feel guilt and shame around what happened to her. She's standing up strong and speaking out and and telling her truth. And so um, I was in Los Feliz with my sister and we were having salmon avocado rolls (laughs) and I just like, came out with it. To your sister. Yeah, she was the first person that I talked to about it, and um, she was so supportive, and she'd had her own experience. I mean, we Mm. all have in some way, shape, or form. Every gender, you Mm -hmm. know, it's just a sad part of life, Mm. and uh, she hugged me and healed a part of myself that I had been Mm -hmm. struggling with for so long, and when that freed, I... I was sleeping and I got this dream about this woman and this man who were like tightly wound together. And as she started to break away, she started turning into this gorgeous tree, and vines were pouring from her head. And Mm -hmm. the man looked at her and and said, "Well, you know, what's the one way to kill a tree? Fire." So he sets the ground on fire, and it snakes towards her. And she looks at it and she says, "Well, where's the one place where fire goes to die?" the ocean. So she runs to her salvation. And it started as a poem and just kind of blossomed. And I, I start usually with lyrics, um, because I just think they're so important. I come from a theatrical background. Mm -hmm. And I think telling the story, first and foremost, is what you do with a song. And so then I started hearing melodies. And I like to write without an instrument first, because i I feel as if I'm channeling. You are. Yes. Uh huh. (laughs) Um, We we, we talked about before. (laughs) Yeah. And so I I try and be as open to different melodies Mm -hmm. and then I choose which instrument I feel it would go best on. Mm -hmm. And so then the guitar felt really right for this one. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was working with a guitarist at the time, um, Matthew Hornbeck, and he wrote the guitar riff for this one. And it's just stellar. And it is. Yeah.
0: It took a village but we're here and we did it. <laughs> we're going to be playing the song for you real soon here on the show. But I find the there's so much it, Okay, first of all. <laughs> there's like so we'll many have things. Down. and I've been, I know, but I've been like so much has been channeling to me since you've been, you know, you coming on the show. Oh, well, okay, you're that. Michelle yes. and so your name for Archangel Michael. Yeah. Archangel Michael is, oversees the element of fire. Oh, I didn't even realize (laughs) Yeah. The element of fire is associated with divine masculine or masculine, and water is associated with feminine. And so if you think about that tree, which is actually a balance of heaven and earth, and then the masculine being used to destroy it, masculine used as a weapon, and then the feminine saved it. Man, I love hearing
1: your explanation (laughs) of my song, and And that's—do I have it wrong? Am I like being offensive? No, no, that's gorgeous. That's why it's channeled because Mm -hmm. I don't always understand everything that I'm pouring in because it's coming from somewhere greater.
0: That's what true art is. That's what's amazing about art. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. is Is that? Everybody contributes to it when they connect with it. it it's yeah. like, a, you know, it's a, it's like the energy of anything that's soul energy or un- It is soul energy or unconditional love. When someone else connects to it, then it expands and it becomes a different part of the universe. And it's all kind yeah. of true, you know. If if it's true to yeah. to the receiver. Yeah. absolutely that's but that's what it just came to me as as I was like hearing you discuss it I was Man, it, I gotta take you around with me <laughs> and just have you speak because be that like, was beautiful what's this hippy-dippy blonde <laughs> oh, middle aged woman? i so
1: hippy-dippy archangels and who <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's beautiful thank
0: you oh my gosh thank you no I think it's really and I again I love that the woman became the tree yeah, yeah. and by the way <laughs>
1: Yes. No, go on.
0: <laughs> Archangel Sandalphon is associated with trees. And oh, wow. Archangel Sandalphon oversees music.
1: Oh, I love that. <laughs> I meditate.
0: Um, I go to a place where I wake up in the middle of a
1: forest mm. and I go and sit inside of a tree yeah. and I meditate. Yeah. So that makes a lot of
0: sense. Trees have had a huge influence on me. Mm-hmm. They're like they're like the archangels of the nature realm to me. You Yeah. Know? Oh they're so amazing. They're they're just really. They they're so ascended and also so yeah. grounded. They're just like Bef- ultimate manifestation.
1: Before this I didn't realize that there was that relationship with trees because yeah. I have listened to your show for forever and there was one episode where you talked about your relationship with a certain tree uh-huh. and then I was in the process of getting this out into the open fire goes to die and I was like that's so beautiful I need to start speaking the trees yes yeah. so, so you, you've been I have to been trees. yeah oh, yeah my. I just um I record I did a the artwork for the album was in Griffith Park. And mm-hmm. it's this huge, beautiful space full of trees. And I was just like, hello, everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, yeah. they could literally work with you in your channeling of mute, of song, I think. Yeah. Because, you know, of, of all of those, that symbolism we were just talking about. But the kind of energy that they bring in and anchor. Yeah. You know, they, they're really, trees are a model for of manifestation. Because how manifestation for us as people are, you know, being on this planet I talked about it last episode, actually, like the crystalline grid of of the earth, the uh, that's uh, Gaia's energy that actually receives source energy and then distributes it, and that becomes manifestation. And so they're oh, receiving, wow. you know, with their branches, yeah. and then they're also receiving the divine energy. And, and you know, both are conduits. It's yeah. electromagnetic on both ends. Yeah. Olivia is here with us today, and she's over there laughing. Olivia, <laughs> Olivia Ray, who was on several episodes ago, she's off camera, but, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Come on over. <laughs> Come on over. Well, at least she can. What were you saying? I'm just seeing fairies oh, like she's usual. It. Oh, she's <laughs> seeing like three of them. <laughs> three, who are they? Tell, tell us. What do you see? We have fairies in the studio. I don't know. Again. I feel
1: like they're really excited by the connection to the trees. Oh, good. I've been trying to connect to fairies. I Like oh, when well, I came here, I here. like
0: called upon my fairies. Oh, I, I like, love Please it. Please be here with me. <laughs> that's amazing. I also got a text from our friend David who sent me three fairies earlier today. So that's this awesome. morning. <laughs>
1: so they're really supporting us.
0: Uh, thank yeah. you. Don't put me. <laughs> <egg. laughs> <laughs> She's like I did not agree to go on camera. <laughs> y'all got y'all got to come visit us sometimes. You can come sit in studio with us. It's really fun. <laughs> so, um, okay, so now let's so we're going to we're going to play fire ghost to get, to die here in just a little bit and tell us a little bit more about all of your work. You're a, a healer yeah. and yeah. I mean, I've experienced you. I've seen you give readings in our classes, yes. animal communication and intuitive readings. Yeah. So, yeah, tell us all about your journey and everything. Oh man, okay. Uh so Three over three years ago, I was living
1: in New York, mm-hmm. and I was going through the beginnings of a terrible breakup mm-hmm. and um, dealing with a partner with alcoholism and and such. And it was it was really hard. And everyone had been like, "You look like you do yoga," and I was like, "Do I? I've never done <laughs> yoga, and like I don't know. Okay." And I'm stubborn, so I was like, "Well, I'm not going to go to yoga because you said that I look like I should go to yoga." <laughs> But there was this amazing yoga studio in Astoria, and I was like, you know what? I really want to go. And so I went to one of their classes, and I fell in love. And I started taking um, yoga where there was a lot of meditation, and mm. you'd stay in the poses for extended periods of time. And I was coming home uh, from one of those classes. It was like late night, candlelight. It was beautiful. Mm. And when I was walking home, I started writing the song called Pumpkin. And the tagline is, You used to be my pumpkin. Then I, um, what is it? Then I took your insides out. Now you're a jack o' lantern, empty and hollowed out. (laughs) And so then I was like, wow, that lyric is so powerful. And there's no way that I could have written something like that. It didn't feel like it came from me. It, I mean, it did, but it felt greater than some of the other things that I had written. Mm-hmm. And I started noticing differences after meditating. Mm-hmm. My writing changed drastically to when I was just scribbling things down. Yeah. And so Pumpkin was the beginning of that. And um, as I was going through this hard time with my ex, I started meditating more and my writing became stronger and... I met this really amazing human being um, an actor here in LA and um, we spent some time together and I played some music for him and he was like, oh my God, you need to be doing this. This is like your calling, your path. And I was like, oh man, okay. Yeah, I should. Like, Mm -hmm. why didn't I think of that? Because I was acting in New York. I was, you know, auditioning for Broadway and doing all of that. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I need to move to LA. And I, did two weeks later (laughs) i was like i packed up my new york apartment and i shipped things off and got rid of a lot and just shed that and i spent a little bit of time in arizona and then uh which is my home and then i i went to la and right when i had gotten here i had a really good childhood friend pass away his name was uh, Jerome James Lowe. And actually, you've read him mm-hmm. before, which is insane. Um, she got the inflection right and everything. It was just <laughs> so beautiful. Um, and his death propelled me into this next part of my life where, I mean, when you lose someone, it's mm-hmm. just like, whew, I had never had that experience yeah. before. And it was just, you know, you like can't get out of bed. And so I had to really rely on my meditation and that practice cuz every time I did that I felt closer to him. Mm-hmm. And I wrote this song called How Do You Get to the Dead and I felt like I felt like he was like passing it to me. Like mm-hmm. it just felt like the lyrics were like floating in and I could hear what was supposed to be played and it just it's he became such a big part of my writing. Mm-hmm. And so I was searching for him a lot. I started doing tarot to talk to him specifically. Like all of it kind of spurred from me just wanting to be closer to my friend. Yeah. So I um, was doing tarot and then fell into the Lightworkers
0: Lab, which shout out to them. They're yeah. awesome. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. Lightworkers Lab, online spiritual community founded by Crystal Ann Compton. You can find it on Facebook. Do join if you guys listen yes. to Light. You hear me talk about it all the time. Really, really go. It's more than a Facebook group. It's just conveniently offered as a Facebook group it's a community and it's amazing so yeah and they
1: were life-changing I was introduced to so many wonderful people like Trisha Mm -hmm. through my friend Carson shout out to Carson Carson (laughs) (laughs) um and so I was I started reading for people and um reading for myself and I released this song on just SoundCloud it's called Golden Waves I was at the ocean And the sun was setting over uh, the water. And I noticed that there was this, like, golden path that spread from me to the Mm -hmm. horizon. And I started writing this song about how, like, if only I could dance on golden waves all the way to him. Like, Mm -hmm. if he was in that in-between between between where the sky meets the ocean – But how like even if I were to build a ship and I would sail towards him, that horizon, you never get there. It's just it just keeps going until you hit land again. And so it was more of like this place that I created. And my friend uh, Kimmy has a really wonderful social media presence. And she shared the song. I sang it for his celebration. And I got a bunch of mourners reaching out to me. Um, One such was this young man named Malachi who's mm. wonderful he had just lost his mother and he reached out and said that he felt like his mother had sent him this song Wow. and that it helped him get out of bed he'd been in his room for a couple of days mm. and um we've kept in touch I met him he's in New York I went to New York on a tour and I met him there and I realized then that music has such a like it has it's so expansive and can reach so many people and that just, while it's it was therapeutic for me to write that song, Golden Waves, and I felt like I wrote that with him, but then releasing it, it was healing for mm-hmm. the people that were listening to it. And then it became really apparent that that was my life goal, was mm-hmm. to heal through music. Yeah. And so even my show, like at Hotel Cafe, is very unique i'm a very unique human being in that way <laughs> a little weird um but i have it's basically a one-woman show mm. and so the show arcs and it starts with songs that i wrote a while ago and kind of leads into new material and then there's a tribute to him but it has a very um a very clear storyline all mm. the way through mm-hmm. And, you so know, not just a music set. No, um, no. Collection. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I just want to be able to talk to the audience. So yeah. a lot of times, like I can see people. So I'm speaking directly to people and I talk about, you know, death and alcoholism. You know, I talk about AA and Al-Anon and all these things that I think people really need to hear. And musicians don't always, um, go into depth about before their songs you know these these songs come from such deep places and then we just sing them and a lot of times it helps to talk about them and then I encourage audience members to come up to me after the show um, I had a, a young woman after a show back in October come up and say she'd lost her mom and her sister oh God. and yeah, t- terrible. But I, I was able to take that in and she's, you know, she got a little bit of healing from the show, from that part of the set. And that makes what I do worth it. Yeah.
0: So oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. So are you going, t- are you taking this on tour? You're this, this Well, show?
1: there's, I, so There is talks with a couple heavy hitters in the Me Too movement. I'm not Mm. allowed to say anything yet, but there is potential to go off with someone. And I'm hoping that that, I'm putting that out into the universe, (laughs) that that's something because I think that would do a lot of good. And that would be just singing Fire Goes to Die. Mm. Um, But with my music in general, um, I'm currently writing a movie musical that's going to change the world. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh,
1: called Birdie. And then um, I want to bring music into, because we have such great things like uh, La La Land uh-huh. and a Star is Born. you yeah. love the Star is Born. We oh were talking gosh. about that earlier. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: yeah just First, like brilliant. 45 minutes of that movie. I, we've actually talked about it on this, on Charmed yeah, Life before. yeah yes, <laughs> oh, you heard it. it yes. yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. You and Crystal. <laughs> yeah, Crystal and I did. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's just such a, a beautiful film. And, you know, then we've got classics like Singing in the Rain mm-hmm. and, um, th- now television shows, we had Smash, Nashville. and I so loved both of those. Me too. And there needs to be more of it. Mm-hmm. And so these wonderful creators have paved the way for me to continue doing that. Mm-hmm. And so my goal is to bring all of the things that I do into one thing. Mm-hmm. And so it'll start with this movie musical, but I, I currently write for TV and film. So it kind of just all works together. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing.
0: Thanks. Well, um, what was I going to ask you? Oh gosh, I forgot. <laughs> I think I just want to hear you talk more. <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm talking so much. I'm that's, sorry. That's <laughs>
1: I'm also Canadian, so I'll probably apologize a bunch. <laughs> sorry about that.
0: <laughs> sorry about. Sorry about sorry, apologizing. Sorry, sorry. Well, maybe we should we play. I think we should play "Fire Goes to Die." Okay. We have a video. It's actually the lyric video, so it has it's a like it has Michelle in it, and it also has all of her lyrics. So we're gonna go ahead and experience this all together so if you guys want to take a nice deep breath let's do that together and just open our hearts and just take the piece of it that speaks to you and actually when we come back maybe I'll share a little bit of how i relate to uh, I personally that. you know because i have some I, I feel weird saying it this way but i have some me too <laughs> stuff yeah, too. yeah please. and so and i've shared i've shared about some of the things that have happened in my childhood but i have one that has to do specifically with the professional uh, you yeah. know life so we could talk about that a little bit just to as you sure. said it was so inspiring for you for ashley judd to share her story yeah, yeah. and um so let's all listen to fire goes to die by michelle vasel
1: From her head As they flowed to her feet His eyes turned bright red He set fire to the ground And she ran to see He screamed after her What would you do without me? What would you do without me? She threw her hands in the air As flowers Set Step-
0: Wow, <laughs> just amazing! You guys, she has a couple uh, on her website, which is just michellevasil dot com, yeah. right? Um, she has a couple of other videos up there. Of li- one is a recorded live performance, a cover of Lady Gaga's song. What's it called again? I'm Always forget- Remember Us. Oh, oh so good from a Stars Born, yeah. and then one that was of of the song that you wrote for Jerome. Yes, How Do You oh, Get to talking. the Dead is on there. Yeah, and it's a, so you can hear. I mean, she's not one of these people that. Uh, all of the vocals are totally produced and like manufactured. You're an amazing vocalist, oh, amazing you. vocalist. And she just said, oh, I'm saying my vocals. Blah, blah. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> you're so good. Your, your pitch, you. your control, oh, I appreciate that. your, your, um, like your taste too. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's uh, it, just everything, uh, you know, your music, your musicianship and your musicality are just amazing. Thank you. I, um,
1: I went to school for musical theater yeah. and I, you know, Sometimes going to school, it's it's great to be educated, mm-hmm. but sometimes it depends on the environment that you're in, and in school, I was constantly told, you're an actor, you're an actor, you're an actor, mm-hmm. you're not a singer, you're not a singer, and mm-hmm. I, I, it took me, I had one really wonderful teacher, and, um, well, I had lots of wonderful <laughs> teachers, but Patty Rain really believed in me uh, musically, and put me in the musical my senior year, but up until that point, I had always thought, oh,
0: I'm such a weak singer, because... I that. mean, but, but this, we're talking about the musical theater environment, right? Yeah, so yeah. As a musical, like your voice maybe isn't perfect it, for that. Well, you know, I think it was more so. I had to come into my own in, in their in their opinion. By the way, I yeah. shouldn't say it's not perfect for that, but in yeah. a certain kind of mainstream culture of musical theater at that time, yeah, maybe it didn't have the bel canto thing because it's got it's more unique. I think, yeah. and that's the thing Thank with you. some musical. It, no, it's not. To, I'm not in any way denigrating musical theater singers, yeah. but uh, just in certain, you know, in, in certain kind of cultures of of industry, there's kind of an expectation, especially when you're at the level of a student. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, well, and now musical theater is opening up too. Mm-hmm. Like they're embracing
1: incredible voices that yes. are very unique and right. interesting. And so I'm I'm starting to find my place in that again. Yes. but it took a long time, and I had to find my own sound too. Mm-hmm. And With each instrument that I play, my songs change. And now I'm writing on the piano a lot more. And I've noticed that I feel like that instrument is meant to be mine too. Mm. Um, But my music, again, has changed. And so it's funny working on stuff like Fire Goes to Die because this is from like two years ago that I'm just now putting out. And so I'm going through, I have two more songs, I Cannot Love You Anymore and How Do You Get to the Dead that I'll release this year. And then I'll finish that with an EP in 2020 and uh you know the songs that I'm writing now I'm really proud of probably won't be heard for like that's how it is but that's how, it is. Years, but that's how it is with yeah with yeah. with art with with music but also with film and, and television yeah well yeah, yeah film takes yeah. I mean from pre-production from development yeah. to pre-production then it's production crazy. post-production it takes like years sometimes 10 years to get a film out there. oh
0: yeah it's crazy my <laughs> we well we live in Los Angeles so you tend to have people in who are you know working in the industry yeah and so we're watching OA my husband and me and um and <laughs> my husband's like and there's Travis's ass who's <laughs> like our ah. friend and he has like a, a sex scene yeah. you know what I mean like yeah right and he's there. like oh I forgot yeah he actually he told me that he was gonna be on it and but it was like two years ago that he was ah. actually on it that it actually made it yep. happen. Yeah. yeah
1: so when you're like you're lining things up because it takes a long time I'm like no, I swear I'm
0: doing things, but no one knows because, you know, nothing is happening. <laughs> actually, well, you know, what's even the the, the uh, seasonal lag there, which is another thing that I borrow from nature that has a lot to do with manifestation. Seasonal yeah. lag refers to, you know, actually during um, the, the time that the sun is closest to the earth is not the hottest time, is not the hottest experience for us. Oh. Yeah, it's called seasonal lag. So the, the sun is actually closest to the earth um, May, June, July, but in, in the you know, northern hemisphere, but it's actually hottest um, J- June, July, August. You see, so there's seasonal lag and then uh, conversely for the winter season, you know, being further away. So and which is interesting because, you know, we like we have the break of the solstices at the time when the sun is either closest or furthest away, but it's neither coldest or warmest at that time because of the seasonal lag. But we start to feel the change of the light anyway. But that's what it's like for us. It's all true about manifestation. We feel the excitement of the non-physical energy and then we have to kind of release it and just be in unconditional expectation that it will show up. Yeah. And then it does. And by the time it does, you're like, oh, yeah, that's just normal. Like,
1: yeah. Man, I love that that uh, comparison. That's so beautiful um, because we are the Earth and yes, the planets, So are. it makes mm-hmm.
0: sense that we are similar in those ways. Well, yeah, it's just how it is. It's so funny that we have to relearn it as humans. We forget yeah. that we're actually Earth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we think we just kind of like are floating around as some kind yeah. of disembodied whatever. <laughs> but what's funny is that there is a little bit of... I don't know, there's some kind of false experience of instantaneous manifestation and where we don't, ex- where we get a, maybe a little more frustrated because there is an enhancement where we aren't patient for the seasonal lag to unfold. What I mean by this is because of social media. So yeah. you might be, you know, sharing on Instagram that you're writing something and even, you know, give, you know, do a little live yeah. about it, but it's not going to actually become a product for yeah. a while still. It oh, still yeah. goes by that by that physical manifestation, yeah, but i have I used to be acquaintances, kind of friends with Jennifer Gray, who's an actress yep. from where well, she was mm-hmm. in dirty dancing. And we they didn't have social media back in the 80s, obviously. Right. And so when she actually filmed Dirty Dancing, she had to go back to waitressing. <laughs> right. Of <laughs> and, course. And she was like, no, really. I'm going to be big. I Just promise. wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. meanwhile, yeah. people were being rude to her as a waitress. No. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. But you know what?
0: Social media has its ups and downs, mm-hmm. too. No, so. of course. <laughs> yeah. it, I don't think it's really shifted much <laughs> except for, again, our expectation or our patience or yeah. something like that, you know? Yeah, I just posted a song, um, one of the songs that I'm
1: really proud of, I wrote called My Warrior uh, for my younger sister Jennifer. And I love the song. It's the first song I wrote on the piano myself, and I want to put it out there, but it it's going to sit on my Instagram oh, for gosh. a little while before <laughs> yeah. I actually push it out into the world. So. I
0: have so many classes like that that are just sitting there and, and you know, meditations or whatever are the things that I, I like to create, too. Yeah and uh but yeah they have to simmer for a while. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. I
1: just trust that they all come at the right time. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to put my faith in my guides and the universe because as a- an independent artist, you know, there's a hustle. Mm-hmm. So you have to be going every day because if you're not working, nothing's going to happen because no one's going to do it for you. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's a fine balance of pushing and pulling mm-hmm. and um bringing things towards you. And so now I've I've surrendered and I've given trust to the universe because I've gotten so tired of pushing things. And that's not the way to make things happen. Manifesting is bringing things towards yourself.
0: Well, the balance (coughs) is presence. Yeah. Nothing ever happens anywhere except for now. That's presence is catching up to creator energy or slowing down to it. Yes. (laughs) Whatever your wrong perspective is. Yeah. We actually, a a few weeks ago, I had on the show Patrick Hayes and one point that he brought up that I've, it's been kind of like a a focus for me in meditation is that when we can't when we relax rather than not the I'm not I'm not contradicting you about the hustle. The hustle yeah. is a thing. You, you know, you can't sit on laurels or something like that sure. and become complacent. But he's talking about more of the surrender. When you mm-hmm. relax, then your life force energy isn't taken so much into all of the static yeah. and the anxiety and, the, you know, the energy that is not Desperate, serving it. Like yes. Need. Yeah. And that's life force energy that is being going going into inefficient you know attention the points of attention when you relax then it will settle and go toward the things that are important for you
1: yes mm-hmm. and that's what I've been finding because after with fire you know there's this huge build-up to releasing mm-hmm. and there's PR and there's you know Spotify stuff that you have to do and just all of this and then I did a show and then it just kind of goes whir- you know because it's this huge buildup, and then you do it again yeah and you release another single and it just keeps going and so it's this point of of being just like okay take me where I'm supposed to go and let me write what I'm supposed to write and I've been working with a a spiritual uh, guide Joanna and she just kind of told me like you're going to be led where you need to and Mm -hmm. your music is going to reach the people that need to hear it and that's all you need to focus on. Yeah. And the people that need to be brought into your life will be. Mm-hmm. And when I meet someone, you know, I'm never before I used to pitch my stuff like, oh, well, this is what I do, and yeah, because you know, you don't know if you're ever going to see this person again. And but I've been trying to trust just actual human connections yeah. and like if they're meant for me and they're meant to help in some way or I'm meant to help them like those things will just naturally fall into place mm-hmm. which has given me a little bit of peace in the situation because you know you I have no patience and I just want things to happen but they're not going to you know <laughs> they, they just kind of happen at their own pace and I just you have to have faith
0: well impatience yeah the, the energy of impatience is actually rac- recognizing and therefore manifesting the lack mm. of something yes yeah yes. you know recognizing that it's not happening yes and that's Just negative when it doesn't happen because <laughs> yes. the universe says sure free will you yes. can have it not happen yes
1: and i've <laughs> noticed when i make really positive life choices for myself mm-hmm. like the next day i'll have like a bunch of really great stuff happen and i'm like oh it's because i made a choice that was good for myself mm-hmm. that now i'm moving back on a positive
0: path Yeah. Alignment. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay, I said I was going to share um, my mine is probably not as well at the time. It was really devastating. And but it it was when I was 17, 16 or 17. Actually, I can't remember exactly. And I was working in a restaurant and the uh, I was a hostess. And the manager was so old; he was thirty-four. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but uh, he, uh, so he was, uh, yeah. We were in the office together, and he grabbed my face and kissed me. And so this is in the nineties. He grabbed yeah. my face and kissed me, and I was so like grossed out and shocked. I actually slapped him, and Good I'm not really you. very hard. I actually, just went like, ah, you know what I mean? It was yeah. almost like swatting something away from you. And he kind of made fun of me, and I didn't know what to do. I didn't laugh, and he was, like, trying to make light of it and everything. And I, like, got really freaked out, and I just left, and he took me off the schedule. Wow. And so my mother actually told on him. (laughs) good she had a meeting with them i mean i i actually when i the next week when when i got taken off the schedule that was when i like i I remember i was called my mom like she was at work or something and i was like i think i've been sexually harassed and Uh i was crying to her and she went in and had a meeting with i didn't go with her and but the unfortunate thing was which is why i think this movement like the me too movement has been powerful the unfortunate thing was they just transferred him to another store
1: that's terrible. And you know
0: what else? The reason he had gotten transferred to our store was because he had started to date a 17-year-old hostess at the previous one. Yep. And so that may have been... They may, that may have been happened happen by some manipulation that he yeah. was actually dating her. But he got transferred because that was... Like, you can't do that because there's some statutory things and it's, you know, the anyway. Oh, oh yeah. So they illegal (laughs) legal. There's that bit. But yeah, so he just got transferred again and he has a pattern. And sure. It just happened to another girl. And then, you know, what else happened to me after that was all of my colleagues, all of the I should just say the male colleagues. Well, actually, I think there were some females who were kind of like, you know, but I think they were kind of rejecting me because of the pressure that I was getting. Everyone was calling me a puta and oh, and God. everything. It was a Mexican restaurant yeah. and they were call they were saying, you know, that that I created it or whatever they do. And yep. I'm a little 17-year-old girl yeah. just and so I actually ended up quitting. And Oh, that's terrible. So, you know, I actually lost my job. Fortunately, I was only 17 and I didn't really need a job. Sure. But yeah, that's so I think that this movement and voices like yours coming out even though my story like I say is it's, it's, it's As an impact, it's not that powerful. No, I I think we
1: shouldn't put labels on it like that. Like every story matters and Mm -hmm. builds towards something greater. Mm -hmm. And every time someone shares something like that, it becomes a part of this greater story and history. Mm -hmm. And so what happened to you is not right. And it's a part of a a bigger picture. And especially with um, you coming forward and saying something, I mean, that's amazing. And, you know... In in cases like with rape and such, when a victim, a survivor comes forward, um, she is not only speaking her truth and healing and doing that, but she is also preventing that man or woman, Mm -hmm. he or she, from doing that to someone else. Mm -hmm. And so you're stopping a pattern. Unfortunately, with your situation,
0: the higher ups didn't help you with that, which is... And it could escalate or, you know, it's not it's not in our hands anymore. There wasn't anything more that we could do about it. I also had, you know, continuing to work in hospitality and I had a really close friend that we we worked together for over a decade. We kept working at the same places together. We would get each other the job at the new next place. And when I would I remember when I was a manager at a couple of places and I would be having trouble with the uh, higher management or something like that, who would be male. And I would be frustrated and ask my friend who happened to be male himself. And he would say he would just say to me. Don't you see? It's because you don't have a penis. They would never treat me this way. And I actually wouldn't even see that. I'm like, are you serious? This mm-hmm. is just misogyny? Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, Um. I think it's really beautiful, though. The divine feminine is starting to balance that out, just yes. like your song. You yes. know what I mean? And there will be a swing of the pendulum that... Mm-hmm because the pendulum was swung so far one way and so the other way it may become a little uncomfortable again but we will find that balance I think that's what we're talking about and
1: we've got Mm -hmm. great women out there helping Mm -hmm. to find the balance Mm -hmm. and you know when I started doing singing this song I got a couple men who came up to me and at first when I was first saying I was like this is for the ladies you know and I I just wasn't aware at that time but these men came up to me and they they told me their stories and I was like wow okay and, and so I started including that yeah. because it's not just women. No, it is, yeah. you know, it is men and all genders, all orientations mm-hmm. are going through these things. Mm-hmm. And it's very relevant, especially with what's going on with Alabama and all of those things. Like it's, it's just a conversation that we need to be having. So.
0: In addition to that, there are men who are good men who don't know that it's happening because yes. they've never been it's never been a part of their life. you know it it may have even have happened to their sisters and they didn't know it sure that probably it could have happened to their mother and they didn't know it because we don't share yeah and they're like my husband is one of those men every time he hears like when he heard your song and i was explaining it to him he was like i I just can't like he doesn't even know you but he's like i can't believe that happened to her it just happens he's like i feel like it happens to everyone every woman i know has a story and i just didn't realize that you know But, you know, sharing once I shared my story, just this whole
1: group of supportive people came in and made me feel so loved. And like, honestly, holding on to that secret for six years, it does something to a person like I, I have, I buried it so deep and it would come up every once in a while and I'd want to say something, but I just like kept my mouth shut and it would haunt my dreams Mm -hmm. and it was like, just this feeling in my stomach, and I don't have that anymore. And I'm so grateful to my sister for being there and listening and being supportive because I couldn't live with that any longer.
0: It was just too hard. No, you, it was it was a death that was in you. Mm-hmm. That's why you couldn't live with it. Yeah, it was very dark. And what's so, what this is so r- relevant of is that awareness is just healing, yeah. bringing something out. And I just want to encourage anyone, if you have some pain of any kind – That actually going in and bringing light to it, whether it's speaking to someone about it or allowing yourself to speak to yourself about it, you actually aren't re-injuring yourself. You're actually releasing yourself from the pain of the injury because you're already in a state of injury having had that experience. And so you're not having it again. You are actually releasing yourself from that prison, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like you are not alone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You are so loved and you are enough
0: and you're not alone. Mm. Wow, I don't know how uh, <laughs> else we can, yeah, <laughs> how man. we can top that. Is there anything uh, any last words you anything you want to share with
1: everyone um, before we? You know, for artists, I just like to say keep going. Mm. Um, the world needs what you are creating, yes. and so it's so important to bring those things in because. They are not coming from just you. They are coming from someplace be- better. That's meant to make this world just a you know a little more peaceful, especially nowadays. So. And you have
0: no idea who you're touching and
1: healing. Yeah, just like Malachi in New York, I had no idea, mm-hmm. and it was it was so touching. And he's one of the the greatest people that I know. And I never would have been put in touch with him if I hadn't released a song, mm-hmm. you know. And so. Um, Just keep creating and putting stuff out there. Yes.
0: Keep creating. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> well, thank you so much Everyone, Oh my gosh. <laughs> go check out Michelle's website michellevasil.com. You can it's it's in the show notes there and go purchase her single Fire Goes to Die. Yes. If you go to if you go to firegoes to die.com, yes. you'll you'll have a link there to go to iTunes and purchase it. It is amazing. And I, I I put my phone on my uh, on Bluetooth or I should say my car on Bluetooth and it popped up right away. I was oh, like woohoo. Yay. Yeah, it was awesome. Awesome. <laughs> on the yeah. way over
1: uh, yeah, it's on uh, all the major platforms, mm-hmm. Spotify, Apple Music. So just um if you could share it with a million of your closest friends, that, <laughs> that would be, be awesome. So helpful. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had my my mom's cousin um reached out and he works for a radio station oh, in nice. Canada and was like, let's get that on air. And I was like, Yes, hell yeah. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You'll have
0: to have a celebration. So I'll be famous in Canada. <laughs> Isn't me
1: in Canada. <laughs> Please. And she's sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> actually I do want to say one last thing we do have our uh, intuitive and mediumship development class two times per month and Michelle comes oh, frequently yes, it's amazing we actually do have some spots open still for this afternoon so if you're listening live go and see if you can register you'll find it on my website com slash burbank Hyphen mediumship, is that it? Whatever. Go look at my website, you'll find it there. Yeah. <laughs> is that it? It's, it's a mediumship incredible. hyphen burbank. Okay. I think it's mediumship hyphen burbank. Yeah, yeah, but we we have so much fun, we just get
1: together and love on each other yeah. and open
0: up our abilities even more.
1: Yeah, I've been working on animal communication and Trisha's been really helping. That, it's so great. So. I love I, I love you and she has a wonderful little kitten. Oh my gosh, she's <laughs> the cutest I in the world. It. She's a Scottish Fold. Aww. So he's Adorable,
0: but she's helping me speak to him, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so finally, yes, we will end this episode. Oh, gosh, I'm so excited. I'm hitting the microphone. Thank you so much for thank coming you, in the studio today, and we, we can't wait to hear more from you. Thank, thank you for you. all the work that you do. Thank you. And thank you for tuning in. I love you, whoever you are.